Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Lion Scripted. <laughs> well, if you are listening to this, then it's definitely my birthday. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'll leave all of that. Hi guys, once again, welcome to another episode of Lion Scripted. And yes, it's a special episode because it's my birthday. Thank you so much for listening to all the previous episodes, for subscribing to my YouTube channel, for watching my videos, and constantly sending your reviews. Um, Last year on my birthday, I decided to um, honor God by preaching the gospel and winning at least a soul for him. I remember I did that at my teen's church. I preached and um, later in the day, I went to have fun. But this year, I do not have like um, that opportunity to actually take the stage and hold a mic and actually preach. But I have a podcast that I know that at least 100 people listen to. And I had promised God that, oh, wait, you think I'm about to preach? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm about to share a very, very deep and personal story about my salvation story yeah it's something to wonder about you know you just see me go all up it's hard to know me and not know my faith yes i don't think there's anybody that will say they know me and will not be able to say that um Lyo is a believer well if you if you know me and you don't have that um record or that um opinion of me then you probably have not spent a day with me or two days or you don't know me at all you just know me even if you just know me from a distance if you could know anyways i have decided to use this podcast to share my very intriguing salvation story by the way and um in the end of this podcast i hope it draws somebody to jesus and it realigns fellowship for another person or it just does something to your heart so a very long time ago, right? I can't remember the year. I think it's 2016 or 2015. I'm not sure. But I was out of secondary school. Let me say this. I was born into a Christian home, went to Sunday school, and I had a general knowledge of God. Normally, I used to feel like I was born again, right? Because there was no... Um, there was nothing to, like, <laughs> disprove that. I went to church... I did church stuff. I was even very active in church. Like, I was doing debate and Sunday school and things like that in church. So, but I did not know, I did not know the Lord until I actually knew the Lord. Anyways, let's dive in. Story, story. It's a fascinating story. So, I remember this year, I was out of secondary school and I was dating this particular guy. Uh... Not really a believer, a rascal. <laughs> yeah, and in my head, I felt like I was going to change him. You know all those things we say to ourselves. Anyways, there was a um, convention. Is it convention or congress? Yes, 
I am a redeemed girl, like my home church is redeemed. And then I was active in the teenage force, so I used to go for pre-camp and camping. Like when there's convention, there's something called pre-camp, where you go before the main convention to take care of the place and set everything up for other teenagers that will come. So I went to see my boyfriend a day before camp, and you know we got physical. We kissed, we did one or two, we didn't have sex, let's calm down. <laughs> but we got very physical. I'm being so vulnerable and I'm sharing my story because I know that somebody listening to this might actually be in that um in that scenario. So I'm just going to be expressive. So I got to come feeling very guilty, right? You know that moment where let's say you just did one bad thing and your mom and I say there's night video <laughs> it will look like you're the devil in the church or something like you just be feeling so, that's if your conscience is still alive sure well as I then I was a teenager for goodness sake I was 17 or 16 so I felt really terrible so I carried that guilt hoping that with many worship songs I'll be able to suppress it on that particular day in the evening there was a session and I remember the topic of this session. It was taken by Escort Great. I, I know who took it. <laughs> well, so um, in this session, they talked about the topic attractiveness, right? And it was so exciting. Like, you know, this crush, crush, clinical. In fact, during the um, teaching, they called the guy that was sitting next to me. Shout out to you, Steven. And then they brought him out. We, I, we, I didn't know him then. And they asked him, do you have a crush here? This, this was an audience of about a thousand teenagers. He was like, yes. They said, what's her name? He said, her name is Laya. I just met her. So I became so popular in like a nanosecond. Everybody was calling me crusher, crusher. So I was excited. Like, oh my, I don't blow for camp. <laughs> and Steven was very cute. So like all the girls were jealous of me and all. So after that, at the end of this seven attractiveness, they began to make some altar calls. The first category said, if you are here, you've aborted before, come outside. The Lord wants to show you mercy. Ah, and in my seat, I was feeling so vindicated. Like, um, because people were tripping out. I was feeling so righteous. Like, eh, me and I came here feeling guilty. I shade there are people better than me. Like, <laughs> And then they went on to another category. If you are here, you've had sex before, come outside. And teenagers were going. Hey, hey. They went deeper. If you are here, you have done this. Until they reached my category. And they say, if you are here, you've been fondled, you've come outside. I say, what? Me, crusher. That everybody knows, that everybody has seen. I want to go outside. God forbid. But I was feeling so guilty. And I was like, Omo, what's, I, I can't sit down here. I need to get up. And somehow, somehow, I, I just found myself in the front. And I was just crying. I was genuinely sorry. I felt so, so shitty. And I was crying. <laughs> and then somebody who is to date a very significant figure in my life, a mentor, is Adeboye. 
he was then the national team's president, walked up to me where I was and held my hands and prayed with me. And it was like, this is my personal story. So everything I say, I experienced. It wasn't that a pastor told me. It is my story. It is my experience. That's why I say is that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Because I did not believe God because someone told me to. I believed God because I experienced God. Alright, so as he prayed with me, I literally felt a weight lifted from my body. Like, I became as light as a feather. What they say, peace like a river. I experienced it in that moment. And I was like, oh my God. I knew like something was about to happen with me. So that was like a point of rededication. That was a point where I knew like, okay, my salvation story is about to begin. So um, I went to bed. I went, we finished the distance. We went off. And you know, I was just like curious with this new feeling. The next day was a prayer walk. If you know Cam very well, we went on a prayer walk and we ended at Kapak C. All of us were on the straight line. Like I said, it was a an audience or a congregation of about a thousand teenagers, if no more. And again, where I was praying, because we were praying, it was a prayer session. This same person, this same man, Adeboye, came to the car park and located me where I was. He did not know me. After the whole prayer thing, we didn't talk. But again, he found me in the car park and then he just looked at me said are you ready i said yeah and then he said give me your hand i said ready for what he said are you ready i said yes and he said give me your hand and all i can remember like i said these are my experiences all i can remember was i felt like fire run from my head to my toe and then it rested on my hands and the heat was such a burning sensation that i was physically screaming and shaking it wasn't burning me like i was hurting but i could feel that supernatural heat like something was transferred to me something was like something something fueled out on me i i don't i don't have the right words and then it, i was just going crazy in kapaxi i'm like what is this and so boy took me and he was like um he just brought one girl to me i think she was demon possessed i'm not sure but and then he was like hold her pray for her and um, immediately i held her hand I'm not even playing. Immediately, I held her hand. She flew. I started screaming and running. And this was me two days ago, cuddling and smooshing in my boyfriend's house. And three days after, I'm feeling fire. I'm touching somebody and the person is confessing. And I'm like, what is going on with me? I knew something had started there and there a desire a fuel a hunger strived and you know um Saboy, Adeboy, took me personally and started teaching me god's word and you know it became like oh more 
this is actually real well that's not the highlight of my story right what i experienced now that i have knowledge was the power of the holy ghost because some scripture says that after you believe the holy ghost is going to come upon you that's the evidence most times it's evidence with speaking in tongues so as a believer you must find expression in the holy ghost but i'm not preaching i'm sharing my salvation story anyways i remember that i think the next day we had another session they invited the guest i've forgotten her name now it was a female pastor and then as she was preaching somebody in their seat she was preaching no it wasn't a prayer session just started screaming in tongues and i was like hey hey what's in this soap for this camp like my eyes was this she was it was funny and then she was talking about hearing god and then while she was talking she was like you need to hear god god needs to speak to you you can hear god as a child of god you know she was just saying plenty things and then on my seat i was like oh yeah oh god they say you still talk oh yeah speak to me let me hear <laughs> i literally said that in my mind on my seat and then i heard your mom would die <laughs> i of course if it was you what would you do immediately i started saying god forbid lie or shut up talking to yourself cancel that one jerry oh yeah god i've read this say another one and then i heard it again your mom would die and it kept coming and it kept coming and if you know me <laughs> my mom is like one of the most precious things to me and on my seat i began to lose my mind i was crying i ran to saboye's office it was it was after then and i'm like okay wasn't in the office then i ran to him he was still hanging around i said i'm hearing my mom would die this is what i'm hearing and then they took me to the minister and i told her this is what i'm hearing and she said calm down calm down if god said it that means he has won the battle so all you need to do is just pray and thank god because your mom is not going to die so she prayed with me i came outside the office i called my mom that night and i was just crying and praying for her the network was bad you know camp network so i didn't even hear her i just took the phone and i was praying and then i forgot about it and now here is the turnaround of my salvation story because the next day in the morning my mom called me right and she was like liar whatever you were praying about thank god though there was a fire outbreak in the kitchen I'm sure my mom had no idea what was going on. But it was in that moment, in that instance, that I realized that my mom's life was literally hanging on my ability to hear God and respond. And God forbid, I wouldn't yield to God's hearing. My mom could have died. It was in that moment my salvation story began. I knew for sure that I had I had met God, I had experienced God, and I was ready to to take this God that I had, that I had experienced with me to to another level. And you know, it it became 
a personal encounter for me. And that's why anytime, any day I get to talk about my salvation story, this is what I say and this is what I'm sharing. You know, sometimes the message of the gospel is for you, is that you'll be saved. But more than it's for you, it's for someone close to you. It's for someone else that your story needs to reach out to. Like you can just play the scenario of imagine I refused to come outside that day because I was focusing on my crush and you know I wouldn't have felt light. The guilt would have still been there. Probably on Kapaxi, I wouldn't have felt anything about the Holy Ghost. And I would have probably been staring at my crush while the whole session on hearing God was going on and I'll be dull in my spirit and not be able to pick that danger was about to happen to my mom. And I'll just get home with the news that my mom died even when I was in camp praying. So guys, I have decided to share my salvation story to tell the world, to tell everyone listening to me that Jesus saved my soul. He saved my soul. My experience was dramatic. (laughs) But yours doesn't have to be. I always tell teenagers I preach to. Because most times I preach to teenagers and young people. I always tell people that you can have it all in Jesus. I mean, (laughs) you can't tell me anything. Like, (laughs) I find like 10 people... I can dress up. I can talk about a lot of things. I'm very jovial and active. But the crowning factor to everything that I am is that I have a, a, a I have Christ. I know Christ. I know God. I hear God. I believe that God died, that Christ died and he rose it toward day. I have a fellowship. And this is what stands me out every time. I'm not the only fine girl. Neither am I the only intelligent girl. But what crowns me is the anchor of Christ that I have. So I'm going to end this podcast saying to you that the Bible says that if any man shall believe in his heart and confess with his mouth, that Christ is Lord, he shall be saved. So it's not too hard to be saved. No matter what you've done, those people who came out because they've aborted or they've had sex or they've killed or they've done whatever, I'm sure for everyone who came out with sincerity felt the exact same peace that I felt. So um, just like the Samaritan woman at the well, the adulterous woman, yeah, that had five husbands, God does not look at your flaws. When he looks at you, he looks at what he can rot in you. He looks at what you can become in him, not what you are currently doing. So regardless of where you are, regardless of the guilt you carry, if you can believe in your heart that Christ died and rose on the third day, you are saved. You are saved. And the scripture says that the guilt of our sins have been taken away and our iniquities forgotten. So, um, I want you to think on this. It's difficult to do life without God. There's a void you will have if you do not know the Lord. 
and when i mean know the lord i don't mean attend church every sunday i mean know the lord i mean experience the lord so don't live life without void accept jesus today rekindle your fellowship today because in christ you can literally have it all <laughs> i hope my salvation story did something on your inside Either it brought you to Jesus or it rekindled your fellowship or it made you to see that Jesus is real. I have several stories of the things that have happened to me since I knew since I, I, I knew the Lord and began to experience the Lord. But this is not an episode for it. I'll talk about it someday. But this is not. For this episode, I promised Jesus that I was going to share my salvation story. And here I go. So even if two people listen to this episode, even if one person listen to this episode, the host of heaven is proud that I did this. And I'm sure, I am 100% sure that somebody will come to Jesus from hearing my story. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lion Scripted. I love you. It's my birthday. Pray for me. Celebrate me. Bye, guys. Ciao.